Hi, welcome to this edition of On Tap, presented by FCSI of the Americas. I'm Wade Kaler, Executive Director. On Tap this week, we welcome the honorable former FCSI president, current Canadian chapter leader, and one of our longtime FCSI volunteer members. He's one of the sharpest dressed men every time he walks into an event with an amazing closet full of colorful and tasteful dress shirts. Please welcome the principal of Van Velzen and Redchenko, Mr. John Redchenko. Hi, John. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much, Wade, and thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, sounds like it's going to be a blast. So yeah, I, I hope so. I'll try to be a little easy on you. Uh, we'll we'll yeah, give you yeah, a okay. few questions that aren't too tough for you. Um, you know, John... To get started with, the whole series is about getting to know our members better. So if you don't mind, just tell me a little bit about your background. How did you get started as a food service consultant? Um, and kind of what brought you up to where you are today? Okay, well, it's pretty simple. I graduated from uh, architectural technology college. I was looking for a job, had a couple of interviews. And the interesting thing was that there was a kitchen planner who was interviewing me. Uh, we talked and everything else. He offered me a job. His name was uh, Keith Little. And, you know, and I figured, okay, so this, this sounds interesting. I mean, I mean, how hard can it be to put a kitchen together? You've got a stove, you've, you've got a refrigerator, maybe a dishwasher, a couple of counters, oh, a piece of cake. Well, little did I know. <laughs> like it, was, it was quite complicated, as a matter of fact. And I was hired to... Uh, to do some detailed drafting because, you know, my background was drafting and everything else, uh, technology. And as I say, you know, about a few months into the work, uh, one of the senior guys who I was working for left the firm. And then all of a sudden, here I am. I'm the only guy that knows what's happening with the project. All the phone calls are coming to me. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm just, I don't want to pick up the phone. <laughs> Talk about jumping in feet first. Yeah, yeah. Architects were calling me and then engineers were asking, you know, about the drain, you know, drainage and the electrical and everything else. I'm thinking, I haven't got a clue. Like, you know, <laughs> and then one of the guys said, don't worry, John, we'll, we'll lead you through it. And, you know, that, that was part of the fun. So it was good. good. It was good. So you're one of the partners, obviously, of your firm. So tell me a little bit about how that came to be. Well, it's interesting because, as I say, I was with, with Keith Little and Jim Little at the time for about nine years. Okay. And then what happened is the construction industry went bust and everything else. Uh, had to do some shuffling at Keith Little. We had to let go a few people. Unfortunately, I was one of them. Okay. So from that point on, you know, I was involved in like probably about five or six different jobs. I went to a, a stainless steel manufacturer. Uh, from there, I went to a dealer. From the dealer, I went to a kitchen contractor. And I wound up in interior design. So all of that probably, you know, the 10 years after that. Yeah. And then I got a call from Nick Van Velsen. He was looking for a partner. And I started with Nick, uh, you know, the company then changed to Van Velsen Radchenko and the rest. I've been there for the last 25 odd years. But uh, I was nice. talking to Sandy. I was talking to Sandy before and she was saying, you realize you've been in this food service industry for over 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't, I wasn't going to bring up the longevity, but it's still impressive yeah. uh, that you've been in business that long. I mean, so with, with your firm, what are you the top like three to five segments maybe that you focus on personally? Well, I, really, I think with, with the population we have in Canada, we don't really focus on any one sector. I mean, I'm kind of, I can do a little bit of everything, but lately I've been 
doing more solo uh, on healthcare, like a lot of hospitals okay. that we've done. Mm-hmm. And because I have an associate uh, who works very closely with me, she does all of the programming. We do all the designing. So we've done quite a bit of that, but a lot of universities as well, okay. high schools. I think a couple of years ago, we long-term care became an expert in long-term care. <laughs> Not that I wanted to, but it was, it just, it was a lot of fun. Well, it's better to so, be an expert of it than being in care of it. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was it was all good. And as I say, we do a little bit of everything. I don't think there's anything that I haven't touched. Okay, very nice. Some, someone could surprise me, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, so, out of all of the ones that you've uh, been involved with over the years, whether it was back with the Littles or whether on your own, is there one or or maybe one or two favorite projects you've ever worked on that you were really proud of when it was over? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, uh, the CN Tower w- was a good one. The CN Tower was a yeah. was a fun project. It was up in, this, up in the air there, you know, <laughs> probably one of the foremost projects in, you know, maybe in Canada. Uh, the other one was the Montreal Olympics. I really enjoyed that. And it, it's interesting because, uh, you know, on both of those, I worked with uh, Jim Little. You know, we were back and forth and we were in Montreal for quite a while and you know, all of those things. And even in Montreal, I think, if I'm not mistaken, and he can probably correct me, but, you know, a young uh, intern named uh, Bill Caruso came by. <laughs> he, was doing some of, he was doing some of the programming. So Bill and I got together, you know, quite well. And it, it was a fun time. I, I, uh, I'm i actually interviewing Bill later uh, this week. So I'll have to actually mention it to him, see if he remembers yeah, that. Yeah, just make sure he, <laughs> he knows what, what was happening. <laughs> I'd like to say, you know, I'd like to say I taught him everything. You know, he knows, but I don't think that's quite fair. <laughs> so you, speaking of Caruso, another longtime FCSI member, what you've been involved for FCSI for many, many years, um, as long as I've been back with FCSI myself, even served on various boards. You've been a worldwide president um, and a lot of different committees and task forces. What are some of your favorite memories or what do you, what do you enjoy about volunteering with the association? Well, they, you know, the interesting thing is that I got onto the board when it was first started, well, the North American yeah. Division, you know, and that, that was really a game changer for me. I mean, it was just phenomenal to work with such talented people. I mean, some of the guys on that board are still friends that, you know, I can recall. And uh, as I say, it, it was just, as I say, t- for me, a total game changer. It changed the way I think. It changed the way I react. Uh, and it was truly, you know, uh, quite a a satisfying time, you know. Yeah, I would say to anybody who you know get involved with FCSI because yeah. for me FCSI has made a big difference. Uh, I think Very it's good. you know made me the consultant that I am, made me the individual that I am. Like it's been a phenomenal ride. You know, I, I just think well, some of the things that you know. I remember when we were in Marrakesh, <laughs> and <laughs> I saw I saw you one time, and Sandy and I were there and. I swear you were running through a field of camels. <laughs> I was. Uh, unfortunately, that day I went for a run for a quick three-mile run in Marrakesh. This is going to date both of us a little bit here, John, but that was pre-GPS. So I went for a quick run. It's supposed to be three miles, got lost, ended up by the airport, and ended up with a seven-and-a-half-mile run in 90-degree weather at like 7 in the morning. And got in the middle of a field, I realized I was surrounded by camels. 
I had no idea where I was at, and I didn't know at that point what camels would do to me. I and all I could think of, I don't know where I'm at. Nobody else knows where I'm at, and I'm going to be trampled to death by camels in the middle of a field in Marrakesh, Morocco. Luckily enough, they could really cared less whether or not I was in that field or not. And uh, so I just slowed down, walked through. They just kind of looked at me like, "Why are you here?" And then I came back, and I remember you—you you were all in breakfast, and I walked in because I was running late completely sunburnt, all sweaty, and just going, and you all looked at me like, my God, what happened to you? <laughs> that was a fun, that was a fun trip though, too. We've had some oh, yeah. great experiences uh, around the world. It's been, uh, you know, it's one of the things I tell people about getting involved with FCSI is you don't know where that volunteerism is going to take you. So, and, oh. and for you as worldwide president, being on the worldwide board, it's taken you to a lot of uh, places around the globe, obviously. Um, so I know that that beautiful bride of yours and you like to travel a lot as it is. Uh, yes. What are maybe the top three or five places you and Sandy have visited over the years? Well, I think, you know, Beijing was was phenomenal. I mean, I can still see pictures of us and the, you know, in the uh, Chinese costumes, you know, sitting on the throne there like eh, well, that, that was unreal. And then, you know, thinking about uh, like, Marrakesh, for example, you know, and being, uh, you know, being in that whole, like, we, we, I think at the time we were, you know, FCSI rented the huge uh, kind of uh, hotel, uh, sort of, uh, you know, a specialty novelty hotel. Yeah. And we came in, you know, as president, I came into this room and it was magnificent. It was yeah. just unbelievable. I thought, holy cow, like, this is unreal. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, I think that hotel was owned by the royal family or something of that nature. And yeah, we, we were, we had complete control of that hotel while we were there. It was, yeah. it was beautiful and amazing at the same time. It was, I, it was no hotel I've ever seen like before. And, yeah. and yeah. to this day still haven't seen all the, the intricacies of the, the ceilings and all the artwork. And oh. it was just an amazing place. Yeah. No, phenomenal, phenomenal. And then, you know, we also uh, went to new Delhi to open up sort of the, you know, the Indian sector, uh, you know, that was a lot of fun as well. I still remember, you know, going to Taj Mahal and all of us sitting there having a picture in front of that. So that was wonderful. Yeah. I mean, you know, coming back to China is that our FCSI main event was on the the walkway, the, the, the Great the wall. wall. Yeah, the Great Wall. And, you know, I have a picture and, you know, thinking about it here, we were sitting having dinner. Okay the lights going on, all these lights going all the way along the wall and everything else. And, you know, like it just, it's amazing. Yeah. Just amazing. So lots, lots of great memories. Very good. Very good. What, you know, you, like I said before, you've been in business for quite a few years now in today's world, what's one piece of advice you would give to people thinking of becoming a food service consultant? Okay. Uh, Well, I mean, (laughs) number one, definitely, you know, get involved, get, get into that because you know, as I say, when I started off, I had no idea what food service consulting was all about. I mean, we were basically kitchen planners. But now I think what's happening is that, you know, as consultants, uh, we have a, a kind of an obligation, okay, to meet our clients' needs, to help our clients. And really, you know, consulting is not just drafting and putting things together. It's basically trying to help the individual clients to achieve their goals, uh, you know, we've been able to do that with FCSI. And I think the whole thing that FCSI as a professional organization is really something that, uh, 
you know, that stands out for me. It, it's yeah. been, as I said before, it's been a game changer for me. I think, you know, if you're thinking of getting into food services, which, you know, has been a, a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for me, you know, by all means, go ahead and do it and get yeah. involved, do stuff because, boy, you meet a lot of interesting people. Very good. I love that. Love that. So what do you do when things aren't quite working? When you come into that roadblock or mental block? I mean, is there any tricks you've got to overcome that when you're designing or writing? Yeah, because it happens. It happens every so often. You get a new project and you're looking at it and you're trying to figure out what to do. The best thing I find is just throw a lot of stuff on the screen, uh, throw a lot of paper down there. You know, let it let it simmer for a while and then come back to it and kind of pick and choose. Because, you know, if you get blocked and you try to get through it, it doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, what you yeah. need to do is you, you need to give it time. Yeah. And usually it works. What are three things uh, your friends or your family would say to describe you? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. You like shirts? <laughs> That's certainly one well, uh, everybody. Yeah, we were at one of our FCSI functions, and Danny Collis looks around. And he says, "Oh yeah, John, li- listen, I saw the uh, you know the website, uh, Jr. and shirts are us. You know, it's all about you." <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm. Uh, you know, I used to be very shy and very quiet when I was younger. You I think some of that. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Well, FCSI changed all of that for me. Yeah. Well, that was the thing, you know. So, yeah, I think I'm sometimes quiet, you know, yeah. pensive. Uh, I like to think about things. Um, I don't know. I, you know, hopefully people will say, well, he's, you know, he's a good guy. <laughs> I think well, that's a main thing. I would say that for <laughs> certain. I would say that. Um, and I would agree with the, uh, the, the quietness at times I've seen that in board meetings. I've seen it in committee meetings. You're very, um, what I would consider cerebral. It's you, you, you sit around and you take in a lot of different opinions that around the room. And then you'll come with something a little more, more profound maybe because you've sat and thought about the different types of things being said before you, uh, put together your thoughts into the room. So I would agree with that. I think it's a good thing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, and as I say, some of this has been learned from board meetings. Yeah. Is that, you know, it's funny because you sit there and somebody has a question or, you know, a topic, yeah. and then you think about it, and I'm thinking, okay, so that's pretty straightforward. I think I know where I'm going. And then by the time everybody talks around the table, you sit back and you say, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, a lot more deeper thought to this than, than what comes up at the beginning. So I agree. Yes. Everybody should serve on a board, whether it's FCSI or your local communities or whatever, because you can learn so much about yourself and other individuals by serving on boards. Um, You you just learn how to interact with people better. You also learn how to, you're right about you. You think, you know what the answer is going to be in your own head. And then you start to hear all the other uh, opinions. And by the time it gets back around to you again, you're like, Hmm, I hadn't thought of it from that angle. So sometimes that simple thing can really turn you around. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's all the questions I've got for you today, John, but before I let you go, uh, just like in season one, I've got a set of questions I'd like to go through. They're a little fun to answer. So I've got a set of, would you rather questions and we'll just get right into them. Would you rather tell bad knock, knock jokes to everyone you meet or talk about yourself in the third person for the rest of your life? Oh, geez. 
Don't really want to talk about myself. So it'd be knock knock jokes. Okay. Would you rather be famous as a comedian or as a musician? Oh, as a musician. Musician. Would you rather vacation in a luxury penthouse or in the remote wilderness? Oh, luxury penthouse. No yeah. question. I knew that. I knew the answer to that before you even said it. <laughs> Would you rather ride the scariest roller coaster in the world or bungee jump off the tallest bridge in the world? Oh, uh, I think the roller coaster for sure. Okay. Not bungee jump. <laughs> Would you rather eat a bowl full of jelly beans or a bowl full of Skittles? Jelly beans. Okay. Would you rather know all the secrets to space or all the secrets of the ocean? I think space. Space okay. would be a good one. Would you rather never do laundry again or never have to do dishes again? I do them both, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather eat the most expensive dessert or drink the most expensive champagne in the world? Ooh. I figured I this would be a tough one for you. Yeah, yeah. I think desserts, probably. The dessert, okay. Would you rather listen to the same song 24 hours on repeat or watch the same movie for a week? Probably watch the same movie. Okay. Be, would you rather be more technologically inclined or better with people? I think better with people. Okay. Would you rather give up coffee or soda for a year or go without brushing your teeth for a year? Oh, I couldn't give up coffee, but no, I couldn't go without brushing my teeth. <laughs> okay. Would you rather fight three half-size clones of yourself or one full-size clone of yourself? <laughs> I think a full-size clone. <laughs> okay. Very good. Well, John, tell me a little bit more about how people can find out uh, more information about you and your firm. Well, they can go to our website, uh, vanbelsonrachenko.com. You know, they can see all of the projects we've done and everything else. So it'd be an easy thing for them. Okay. Very good. Well, that wraps up this edition of On Tap presented by FCSI of the Americas. If you've enjoyed today's episode, help us spread the word, ring the bell, and make sure to like and subscribe this channel. And check back next week when we feature another FCSI consultant. Until then, cheers. Cheers.